the Rob and Kale podcast. Rob Sanders. Some would be entertained by it. Some would be horrified by Kale it. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. All would be interested in it. The Rob and Kale podcast. And welcome in to the Rob and Kale podcast. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening. I come to you from uh, Columbia, South Carolina. My podcast partner is in the upstate. He is wearing an Oregon State hat, I think. He's wearing that in honor of DJ Uyunglele. He's now a big DJ Uyunglele fan since he does not have the Clemson Tiger Paul anymore on his chest. He is Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Kale, what's up, buddy? What's up, guys? Uh, absolutely not. Um, I've had this. I had this hat for at least a smooth year or so uh, before DJ Uyunglele. Uh, I made the wise choice to uh, transfer out to uh, the land of the beeves. So, um, hey, cool coincidence, though. Funny the way things work out. Funny. Yep. There you go with that. All right. Tonight on the show, we are going to uh, do our year-end awards. It's like we're a little bit late, but that's all right. We also- are. And most everybody else uh, with YouTube channels already done these. Which is fine. Uh, we'll put our different spin on them. Uh, we're going to do it Sunday night. Uh, I uh, was sick. If you uh, watch my video, I uploaded, it was either today or yesterday. Uh, you know, I, I described it sickness. I, I, I ate something that didn't agree with me. I think it was Saturday night, and I believe uh, it was some funky pizza from the grocery store. Um, it wasn't the uh, frozen kind. It was, you ever seen the fresh kind? What they have at Walmart, like it's um, right near the front and in an end cap. Uh, they have those refrigerated ones. Yeah. Don't buy that. True Don't ever buy that. Because um, Sunday evening, man, I, I started throwing up. And I was throwing, I threw up my breakfast from Sunday. I threw up that pizza. I threw up, I threw up shit that I didn't even know I ate. I mean, well, there was a couple of there was a couple of of battery washers that came up. I mean, true or false, true or false, sir? Your butthole was a salad shooter. True. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Brock says it might have been the Burger King from the Rockabelly Channel. Which, yeah, I watched your. Uh, you should follow the Rockabelly Channel. Jackpot does food reviews. Great stuff. Um, uh, uh bro, that would be the largest uh, delayed reaction ever, brother, because that was over a week ago. Mm, but, I mean, it's possible. All right, so let's thank our sponsors first, Callaway's Bar and Grill, callawaysbarandgrill.com. They sponsor the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge, Callaway's Bowl Challenge, and our March Madness Bracket Challenge for those who uh, who are into some hoops which I know everyone's like, hey, I've got to do football and blah, 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 blah. But there are other sports. We do do a show year-round, and we uh, will have hoops, and uh, we'll do baseball too. A little bit there. Gamecocks are ranked 23rd in the uh, the D1 baseball poll. Uh, are you start- kidding me? No, sir, I'm not. They're ranked 23rd in the nation. What do you, I mean, you should be happy about that. Lots of hope for South Carolina. What's wrong with you? I I don't want them to be ranked number 23. We didn't make a regional last year, did we? Uh, no, sir. I don't want them to be ranked number 23 in the nation. I want them to fire that goof uh, that's in the dugout right now. And uh, after that, go get uh, our son up here in the upstate and let him and Monty Lee coach the team to greatness. Get this fucking asshole out of there. God. Well, there's Jackpot's review. I tell you what, Jackpot just did his review for uh, his preview for baseball season on what he hopes happens with. Well, I mean, I'm not saying I want to type. I mean, it's been proved he's no good. He's not good. I mean, he's just not good. That was one of the, but that, that was probably the, that was, yeah. I mean, that was probably the dumbest hire. Uh, that Ray Tanner has made while he's there because he is a baseball coach. He knows baseball. He's a baseball man. He should be able to hire another baseball man. I mean, I can forgive him on the, uh, well, I really can't. I mean, I can maybe give him, I can maybe see his side of an argument 
as to why, you know, Will Muschamp uh, was not a bad hire because he didn't know any better. Um, but not <laughs> with the baseball guy. You know, I, I'm not one to rip Coach Tanner because I like Coach Tanner, but Jackpot, I can't think of a good hire that he's made. I mean, he, he didn't hire Don Staley. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not just ripping just to rip here, but I can't think of a good coaching hire that that man's made. Can you? So Shane Beamer is a bad hire? Well, I mean, don't you think the jury's still out on Shane Beamer, or where should we just call it Beamer way around williams Bryce Stadium? Well, you said I mean, the guy deserved the raise that he got. He's worth every penny. Oh, of, course, of course he did. He, of course okay, he did. Then it's a good hire, right? Because you don't well, give under, a good you, – under, if, if you think it's he's worth it, then obviously you think it's a good hire. I mean, you don't normally go around just giving people double their salary plus. Well, first of all, two, two things on that. Will Muschamp won nine games his second year, so there's that. Secondly, he had to pay him more than that because he was one of the least paid coaches in the country because he fucked everyone with the Will Muschamp hire and firing, by the way, where he was uh, supposed to have his contract reworked where it wouldn't be – 17 million to be 13 million so we can hire his running back coach but they're dumb fucks in the athletic department which this is all documented by the state newspaper not just me here they just didn't fill out the paperwork so that falls on ray tanner as well and they end up having to pay the guy 17 million instead of 13 million when they could have had more money to pay shane beamer but they basically paid him we're gonna pay a little bit more than the vanderbilt coach was what pretty much was put out there. We don't know what the Vanderbilt coach makes. Well, that's fair. All right. But let's say that, I mean, he was ranked 12th or what was it? 10th in the conference as far as his pay goes. Shane Beamer's coached his dick off for what they paid him. All right. And he's a million times better than Will Muschamp will ever dream of being as a head coach. So I guess, I guess Ray Tanner hit a home run there. But other than that, I mean, I can't really – can't really put one there, to be honest with you. Rob. What? Oh, we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> anyway. Welcome, Travis. Yeah, there you go. All right. So, anyway, thanks to Callaway's Bar and Grill, Callaway'sBarandGrill.com. Also, we have to thank uh, Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport, uh, Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Uh, Jackpot, read away, sir. All righty. Um, sucks to be a Gamecock. Congratulations to Dennis Wilson for winning the bowl challenge. He is a hell of a guy. He's reaching across the aisle and is offering, and I'm accepting, his consultation for picks for next season. He doesn't want me to look like a Gamecock dickhead. Sucks <laughs> to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. <laughs> Thanks to Dennis Wilson for that. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. All right. So, Jackpot, <laughs> DNC Trucking and Transport, we appreciate them sponsoring the show. All right. Let's look at our awards list here, Jackpot. Uh, we'll start at the top. Your biggest surprise from the past season. Biggest surprise. And and this might, might sound kind of wet fartish, and it's not um, – necessarily related to a particular game um, was uh, the, the, the news with the, um, and this, this goes to a whole topic that I can't stand. And that's conference realignment bull crap. I, I can't stand that talk. I think it's clickbait BS that you could, do, that anybody can make a video about and sound uh, like intelligent, the, was uh, USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten? I mean, I, that was just strangely shocking to me. That those were like the two, probably like, I guess you could say, cornerstone institutions of the Pac-10. Well, first Pac-8, then it's Pac-10, now Pac-12. And um, just, I mean, will become rivals with schools, you know, a thousand miles away. Um, most of whom, yeah, you know, they don't have any kind of history with. So I just thought that was uh, very uh, surprising news to me. Well, mine was uh, the biggest surprise for me this season was 
kind of Hi, hello son was kind of the way that Alabama ended up because we were told hey Alabama is going to be the greatest thing ever and then all of a sudden I mean they dropped some they dropped those two games and just the way you know normally with the Iron Bowl we're looking at Alabama being in the college football playoff and they were quietly out of it and it was pretty much it it was over so yeah I think the the rise by almost the hype machine and then kind of the fall with Alabama uh, was mm. my surprise on the season. I could tell they were kind of low-key trash uh, after that uh, Texas game. Mm-hmm. Well, not trash, but, you know, I, I could tell – I thought I thought they'd fallen off a step. All right, Jackpot, your biggest failure. Biggest failure for the season. This was biggest failure to, to me had to be the entire uh, 2022 Texas A&M football season from start to finish. Yeah, was, that was, I mean, this team was supposed to contend, supposed to compete with Alabama for the SEC West, uh, you know, best recruiting class ever coming in, tons of money spent on that, tons of money given to Jimbo Fisher, and they just go out and just are, are just are terrible from start to finish. Um, didn't get to a bowl game, finished, what, five and seven, and that was with losing to a or beating a disinterested LSU team uh, who'd already uh, they'd already won their won their uh, their um, uh, I don't know what you'd call it they they already got what they wanted there um, they won their division they won the division thank you very much and they were in the SEC championship game regardless so I don't think they put a lot of effort into that game against Texas A and M uh, or they would have been four and eight. Um, you know, and um, that 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 was just a monumental uh collapse and just underperforming to me. So with that, I'm uh that was actually my pick as well. But if uh, since Jackpot took it, I from the ACC, you got to go with uh, North Carolina, who was at the start of the season, everybody was loving some North Carolina, and they ended up falling flat as well. So I'll go with North Carolina for. Um, the ACC. All right, Jackpot. Up next is the biggest bitch. Who is the biggest bitch? Well, you're this? not gonna like this, but it had to be that it had to be late late in the season. It had to be Dabo Sweeney. Uh when he was asked uh about what happened to Tennessee against South Carolina, and he went with the whole they were uh you know, thought they were a shoe-in for the playoffs and wasn't even gonna have to play on conference championship game Saturday. We're gonna be flipping burgers at home. And then his team uh, proceeds to go out and 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 shit the bed against said same team uh on uh, the next Saturday and then proceeds to go to the bowl game and uh get his ass kicked up around the shoulder blades by the second and third string form of the burger flipping team. Well that just looked dumb. Well, you can go with that, or you can go with the podcast that will not be named here that decided to call out one of the co-hosts of this podcast uh, after he gave them money and then uh, said, hey, come back after the, sh- the game is over between Tennessee and South Carolina. And when the co-host came back, they decided that they just wanted to block him because that is the biggest bitch move in the history of bitch moves. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not mentioning her name. I have. Uh, I've. I've uttered the other day that I'm. I'm done with that. Uh, their Their name will never be mentioned here by me ever again. Ever. Well, I, I. I didn't mention their name either, but they know who they are. And uh, the the sad thing is, is that there will be dumbasses in in the comment section that will still defend them, which is absolutely stupid to me. But they were uh, rude to Jackpot. And um, they can eat a bag of dicks. They are a, what, a bitch-made bitch, I think is the term you use, right, Jackpot? Bitch-made bitch. Yeah, the, the whole, the all, all 12 of them, the Hollywood squares of idiocy. That's what we'll refer to them as. <laughs> you know, I, I got a, a crazy question here. I'm, I, I've got the old uh, AEW Dynamite on TV right now. Um. This guy that just wrestled this Brian Danielson. Is that Daniel Bryan? And I'm not being dumb. Is that the no, same? That, that is the same dude. They just he can't use Daniel Bryan because that's a WWE property. 
Okay. That, I mean, that's, uh, that's what I thought, but, um, yeah, he looks a lot older. It looked there like he was wrestling, looked like he was wrestling Juventud Guerrera from uh, WCW. I know that's not who it was, but, uh, Dynamite's hard to follow. Anyway, um, the next one, the most shocking moment from last season. I, 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 again, not really one that, had, that, that uh, is not really related to a game. Had to be uh, the, the the couple of days there surrounding the Mike Leach death. I mean, that was just, I mean, no one, that just came out of left field. And, I mean, mm-hmm. he'd been like coughing a lot of stuff in the interviews. I mean, in, in some, I, I listened to some of his interviews, I was like, you know, that guy needs a, a throat lozenge or something because he's coughing a lot but um I, I don't know if that necessarily had anything to do with uh circumstances that caused his death but uh that, that just seemed that was very uh very unexpected to me guy, guy was not that old you know i mean he was wasn't an elderly man um so that i think that shocked uh the college football world for a bit uh, you know, I, I kind of agree with you on that. I mean, it's kind of hard to go anywhere from except for that. But, uh, you know, there was, I think the, if I, if I could bring, I know we're doing just college stuff. I was really shocked with the whole thing with Hamlin from Buffalo, the Buffalo bills. It's one of those things that made me stop there for just a minute. I was like, holy shit. So yeah, there you go with that. So that's my probably my most shocking moment, even though it's uh, an NFL moment. Uh, the next next one is uh, biggest laugh this season, where I, there were a couple moments where I know from your live streams you were laughing your ass off. Do you have a you have some moments that you would like to share, Jackpot? There's so many, but I, I just I think the dumbest the dumbest move. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> <clears throat> it's kind of a boring one, but <clears throat> excuse me. The dumbest move had to be that stupid, uh, that stupid um, onsides kick and that Ireland week zero game mm-hmm. between Nebraska and Northwestern when Nebraska had the has the lead and then and then decides to oh it'd be a great idea with the lead to attempt an onsides kick, fail at it. And then lose. I mean, I, that was just hilarious. Um, and it led to his dismissal. Yeah, I I think that um, I have two biggest laughs. Uh, jackpot with uh, the the win over Tennessee. Um, I, and it was he like I'm working on the radio and jackpot. I think you called me on the radio and we're we're talking to me then, but. I was watching some of your stuff beforehand, and I mean, you were, you were over the top happy, just just happier than a pig in slop. That was probably the funniest thing I've seen all season. <clears throat> all right, and then finally, the most overhyped, most overhyped team of the year or thing of the year, jackpot. Most overhyped team of the year. Uh, I, I think anybody would be able to the, in the comment section probably could tell me who. Who I'm gonna pick for this one? Um, Miami. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going back right now and looking at my old uh, Trust Phil Steele magazine. He had him ranked number twelve um, in his uh, preseason poll. He had him ranked. Um, well, let's see. Well, he didn't have them ranked in the most improved teams. But, yeah, number 12 there. And I, I don't remember what they were in the actual AP poll, the first one that came out um, in preseason. But, I mean, perpetually overhyped. Um, you know, was told about, you know, what a great recruiter Manny Diaz is. And that may be so. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, you, you got to be able to develop what you got and, and scheme with what you got. And uh, obviously not very good at that um, because, you know, Manny Diaz, uh, I mean, hell, I mean, the, he, he got fired after he won like six of his last seven games. I mean, he was doing pretty good. And they go and fire him. 
And just you, you remember the video I, I actually put out on this one. They they traded him, traded him in for uh, an, an AMC Pinto. I mean, they they just uh-huh. traded him in for a uh, Ford Pinto. Traded him for a for a big box of trash. Uh, yeah, well, and I got to go with Savage Dog over there. I mean, Jackpot's correct with Miami. We had Miami shoved down our throat all year, but the probably the biggest overhyped. Um, when you look at uh, Texas A&M and everything we were told about Texas, oh, man, they're going to be just great. And, you know, you and I, I remember, I looked back a couple of weeks ago when we were doing our preseason stuff, and neither one of us were high on Texas A&M because Texas A&M didn't know who the hell their quarterback was going to be. That was the first thing. Right. And we, I mean, it's like, oh, well, and all, all the hype magazines, well, Jimbo Fisher, he'll whisper to this quarterback and just make them just a good team. And they're going to challenge Alabama. And that was the game that everybody was talking about because Jimbo Fisher ran his mouth in, in the summertime. And that was the game that everybody was like, oh, this is going to be the best game ever. It was probably, I mean, the most overhyped game, period, of the entire season. No one gave a fuck uh, for that game. So Texas A&M continues to be the shit burger that they are. And I'll tell you what, going into next season, they're going to be looked at as this absolutely great team again. There'll be, team, there'll be some jackasses at SEC Media Days that will pick them to win the West. They absolutely will. Oh, yeah. Definitely will. It's over there. Oh, my God. And then you'll have the SEC dummies that are like, well, they were a top five team, and we beat them in week eight when they were fucking two and ten, so or two and six, so we beat a top five team. The lunacy will continue. It's a a piece of shit program. So, anyway, there's that. Bobby Petrino, good point there from Papa B. He wins everywhere he goes. Yeah, AM will they may have a better offense this season if him and uh, Jimbo Fisher don't butt heads. So reminder to everyone in the comment section if you're here, please uh hit the thumbs up uh, if you enjoy the content here. It helps out uh tremendously. And uh, you know, you can uh Always uh, leave a super chat if you feel so inclined. Um, if you can't do it right now, can't afford to. Uh, tax time's just around the corner, so um, you know them would be fine as well. Uh, just just friendly reminders here from Old Carolina Jackpot. All right, Jackpot. Got to keep you in line. Got to keep you yeah. leveled up. That's the way to go. Uh, Chris says Petrino doesn't have the QB he needs to compete. Well, I mean, I've been told by the SEC homers that they have the absolute best recruiting class ever. Well, I mean, what, what, I mean, why, why, why can't we listen to these SEC homers that say, well, they've got the the highest, they, they stole money and put a, put all these quarterbacks and everything else in there. I'm not buying that. They, you reap what you sow. You told, you said they were great. Then damn it. They should be great. If not, you, they're, they're, Mississippi State's a better program than they are right now. Who's slated to be their quarterback next year? Are they? Do they have somebody out of the portal? I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, who, who gives a fuck is, is the first thing. But uh, I, I don't know if it's going to be uh, – they, they should be able to go and get somebody. In theory, right? They should be able to. You would think. But, I don't I know. Think, I think that guy that was – that guy uh, – it started most of last year's games. I think he, I think he hit the portal. Haynes King, Haynes King. That, they might tell like, me in the comment section if he did or not. I think he did. I don't have a definitive list here in front of me. It'd be pretty damn long. Uh, Lisa says, "Is the show on Jackpot's channel?" Yes, it is on. If you're watching on Facebook over there, come and join us. Wegman, yeah, I remember Connor Wegman. Uh, you know what? Uh, Elijah makes a very valid point. So would Arch Manning be a five-star if his last name was anything else? Look, it's really hard to evaluate guys like an Arch Manning because if you watch any of his high school tape, he's two foot taller than everybody else. He's, he's playing one of those Jordan Birch leagues. Yeah, he, he and, it, and it's, I'm not knocking those kids. They play hard, but the reality is, is that 
I mean, he's he's the best athlete in the entire conference of teams. So do a bunch of six year olds out playing termite ball. They play hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's, it's but you understand what I'm saying though. It's kind of hard to sit here and say, oh, he's going to be the absolute best thing ever when he's playing against you know folks that are half his size. So yeah, this, so there's that. Good, very good comment there, Arch Manning. All right, I'm going to put the uh, I'm going to put the uh, the number up there so you folks can call 803-470-2905. But I'm telling you, going into next season, we'll still have a set of uh, we'll still have a set of uh, folks that'll be telling us that Texas A&M is the absolute best thing ever, and they're going to be trying to shove that down our throats. And I until we can see who they're going to get a quarterback and what Petrino is going to be doing with the offense. And, and is Jimbo Fisher going to give him the, the keys and say, look, I've been a fucko. We've established that look back to last season where we couldn't play against app state. I've been a fucko. I'm still getting paid a lot of money. We're going to pay you a lot of money. Go out there and try to score some points for us. Stay away from the volleyball team and don't ride your motorcycle. Well, he might <laughs> want to, because, uh, if he wants to continue being the head coach there. Uh, Zona Tucson says Carolina Jackpot are going to a home game next year for South Carolina. Um, I'm not quite sure what you're at. Are you asking me if I am? Uh, yes. I don't know. I don't know at this point. I hadn't made plans that far out yet. I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. Um, Pop B says Jackpot, how the fuck do y'all beat Kentucky and then lose at home to winless old piss? Okay, first of all, Old Piss was a lot better than their record indicated. Um, that's true. I mean, I know you don't like them. We're talking uh, who? Okay, it's your rival. Um, second of all, I, mean, I don't know. Um, I, I'm, I don't know. Um, just something in the water that night at Rupp Arena, I guess, last week. It was magical. Uh, South Carolina's terrible at basketball. Um, I, I heard something tonight on Sports Talk uh, that they do um, – here in South Carolina, um, we were 11 of 20 last night on layups. How the hell are you 11 of 20 on lay- – you're, you're barely 50% on layups. And we got some big dudes just dunk the damn ball. I, I, mean, I don't know how you missed 11 of 20 we're on layups. 60, we're si- we are, for the season, we are 61% from the free throw line. That's, like, good for, like, number 350. Uh, in Division One basketball, that is hot dog water bad. Really bad. All right, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Let's go to the phones. And welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, it's Big Barney Ross. I'd like to congratulate South Carolina for rolling into Corrupt Arena and ending their 26-game home cheating streak. And not, what, two or three days later, Kentucky travels down to Tennessee to end their 25-game home cheating streak. It was two cheaters cheating till one cheater didn't cheat enough. And then they loaded up a bus of criminals and headed back to Lexington and cheated Georgia in the second half. So what do we really have here? What, do we, what, what is the SEC? It's kind of like the football. It's just everybody beating everybody up but uh, I think Tennessee is truly the Notre Dame of bowl games in the NCAA tournament. And I hope Kentucky, I really don't want to make the tournament this year because we'll probably lose to some UT car wash academy again. And uh, keep drinking bourbon and enjoy the basketball season until football rolls around. Big Barney Ross, y'all think about it. I'm out of here. We'll think about it. Thank you, Big Barney Ross. Big Barney Ross's latest bourbon review will be up on the RobinKaleShow.com website. Uh, he already <clears> had <throat> up there where he was he critiqued that swill that uh, what uh, Coach Stoops is, is hawking up there, up in Kentucky. And then the next one is about uh, I think it's about a Jim Beam blend. I'll be yeah. putting that on the website. Speaking of him, uh, your um, your bitch of the year superlative too. Uh, he he was a close second for me uh, with his uh, his cute little funny little glasses comment thing uh, about Shane, Shane Beamer back at SEC Media Days. If anybody remembers that, and then he goes out and uh, 
and uh, lays an egg against them. But um, anyway, get the caller. All right. Caller, what do you have for the program? Hey, guys. This is Jerry Wells. How you been doing tonight? Hello, Jerry. Hey, How Jerry. I'm good. I was, uh, watching that championship game, 65 to 7. Uh, and each year of the playoffs, there's, there's blowouts. And I never remember sitting there saying, man, I wonder what the five or six seed would have done if they were in. Uh, I just don't see 12. I just don't see the value in it besides TV dollars. But I just like to know what your guys' take on that is. But uh, enjoy the show, guys. Y'all do a great job. Appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you. Um, I, I'm a little bit, I think my opinion may be a little bit different than Jackpot, but go ahead, Jackpot. What do you think? Yeah. TV dollars. I mean, I, I, there's nothing, there's no, I mean, I mean, I, there's no other, other reason for it. That number 12 team is, it, it, this is not like college basketball. There's not that much parity. And that number 12 team is not going to uh, wind up uh, making it all the way and beating uh, the number one team. Uh, the best team in the country. The best team will still win. Right. Uh, really quick here. All right. Caller, hold on one second, okay? All righty. All right. Really quick here oh, to finish with uh, what Jackpot was talking about there. Uh, I don't think that the 12 is going to be that great either. But but what can happen is that you could have a 12 seed playing against a one seed or whatever, a four seed that has a legitimate shot to win the national title. And heaven forbid something happens like uh, what happened with Hayden Hooker, where a guy steps wrong and blows out his knee in a first-round game, and that team loses their quarterback playing what essentially is going to be a blowout game anyway, and it affects the entire playoffs. I mean, you have to, you have to filter injuries into that too. And I use Hooker as an example because he was such a dynamic playmaker for Tennessee, but – you could uh, look at, I don't know, I mean, we could go back in time and look at Tuatunga Viola when he got injured in a game. I mean, it's you have to factor that into it as well. I think people seem to forget that, which makes me think I'd rather have just the four, have the best of the best, even though you're going to have some blowouts. All right, caller, what you got? Yes, sir. How are you two doing tonight? Good, man. Good. You, you, both of you said you don't know what your uh, your calendars look like in the next couple of months. Uh, Have you penciled in on, on March 3rd through 5th? March 3rd through 5th. Jackpot. Yeah. What do you have on March 3rd through 5th, Jackpot? Yeah, I don't know uh, at this point in time about the uh, the Slob Olympics. I definitely want to come yeah, down Jack, there. Your calendar should say Slob Olympics. I think that's what I was uh, just about to start talking about there. Um, uh, I definitely want to come down for at least one day of the Slob Olympics. I don't know if I'll be uh, if I'll be able to spend the night or not, but uh, I definitely want to get down there and hang out. So, I mean, Charleston's not that far from here. It's like three and a half, four hours away. Are you going to compete or are you just going to hang out? Uh, probably just probably just hang out if – uh, I don't actually stay for a couple of days. If I stay for a couple of days, I may uh, compete. I got an anniversary coming up the, a couple of weeks after that, too. So I got to be careful of how much time. And that's obviously going to take precedence over the Slob Olympics. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, it, it is what it is. Um, and I uh, can't take too much time away from uh, my work since uh, – I work for myself and uh, one do it. <laughs> what about you, Rob? You going to have some excuses about anniversaries and that? Uh, what What are we talking about here, guys? I'm not following. The The Slob Olympics, March third through fifth in Charleston. Um, I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know that I was I was asked to uh, to go to those things. To be honest with you. I didn't know, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to. I know that's something big that I know Pigskin Pete and, and Uncle Lou put that on, but I have. I don't really follow it, so um, I don't really know. To be completely honest with you. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't know that invitations were sent out, but you're always invited. Oh well, thank you for that. I didn't. Know, I didn't know how it worked. I didn't know if 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 I had to like if it was like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and I had to get a golden ticket or something. I don't know. I don't know if Uncle Lou like Look came down from the chocolate factory and put out like twelve golden tickets, and that's the only way that it went. I don't know. 
Well, well, here's all I got to say. If golden tickets were handed out, Rob and Kale, y'all would both get one, okay? Well, fair enough. Come on down. We'll think about it. All right. Y'all think about it. That's all I'm asking. This is Sir UGA. I'm signing out. Go dogs. All right, man. There you go. Go Cox. All right. 803-470-2905. Thanks to Sir UGA for uh, trying to guilt us into going to the Olympics down there with Uncle. No, I, I mean, yeah, I want to go. I mean, I really do, but I mean, it's just, you know, that that's just it's bad timing. Bad timing. Because I'm, I'm definitely planning a trip around our anniversary, which is um the like the third, I think, weekend in March. So um yeah. Oh, I definitely could probably make it down there for a couple of days, at least Saturday, Sunday. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Big Marty Ross with the super chat says if Hooker gets hurt week three, the Tennessee Pap smears wouldn't have beat Alabama. <laughs> Shit. He called them the Pap smears. Damn it, Big Marty Ross. Welcome to the program. Good evening. You know where a great place to take an anniversary trip is? Where is that, sir? Isle of Palms, South Carolina, March 3rd through 5th. Have you guys heard about the Slob Olympics? We, we, I sir, have. Sir, sir Uga was just talking to us about it, sir. Okay. Yeah, Isle of Palms is a romantic uh, getaway destination location, uh, location uh, located uh, just off of Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, <laughs> it's ranked uh, as one of the top 10 um What'd you say it was you were doing jackpot? <laughs> what? Um, what, anniversary? What yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ranked as one of the top five anniversary locations on oh, the coast of South 10. Carolina. Top ten. How did how did it jump up five spots in the course of this call? Yeah, but who who have they played? I I mean seriously, we got to look at that too. Well, they played Myrtle Beach, Hilton Head, um, Edisto. Um and Aiken. Fair enough. Aiken. <laughs> so, so y'all are both coming. I, I I've got a I've got a like this this is like the first that I've really heard of it. I thought I honestly thought that you had to give people golden tickets, Lou. I thought that's how it worked. Seriously. No. No, no. The only person that gets anything golden is the is the slob. What wins it all? What are you going to take and uh, and use the idea from our show and give them a golden penis, sir? Yes. Shut up. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's great. It, it's a family affair, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I mean by family affair is, well, never mind. I'll tell you off the air. But everyone's invited. All right, sir. Okay. All right. Y'all have a great day. Appreciate it. Uh, good morning. I have to- I'll talk with the uh, I'll talk with the wife about that. Maybe I can come down. We can maybe her and I both will come down for a day. Um, up in the comment section, uh, Kentucky Durbin said uh, earlier in the show. Kentucky Durbin said Kale with two asterisks. Kentucky played USC Junior without a quarterback. LOL. <laughs> what is that? Okay, okay. What's the excuse for losing to Vanderbilt then? What's the what? excuse for what's the excuse for not scoring against Iowa? What's the excuse for losing to Tennessee like forty six to nothing? I mean, that just don't make sense. Elijah Allen with a super chat. If Kentucky players and coaches didn't drink so much and drive, they probably wouldn't have gotten beat by Tennessee forty four to six. Thank you for the super chat. Great point. Great point. Mm. There you go with that. All right. 803-470-2905. Yeah, we appreciate the invite there from uh, from Uncle Lou. I mean, I, I jackpot. I'm serious. I thought it was like you had to be invited and all that stuff. I didn't. I didn't know if I was part of that crowd or not. To be honest with you. No nah, hell no. It's ain't you just show up. I just tell him I'm here with jackpot, motherfuckers. That's the way it'll work, right? <laughs> go go and talk to jackpot damn it <clears throat> anyway all right 803-470-2905 803-470-2905 k-dog says everyone is staying at the seaside inn for this for the slob olympics <laughs> that's funny 
right, honey? That's where that's where my wife and I went for uh, when, when we got married. There you go. The side in. The side in. So there's that. Never heard of it. it. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's insane. But anyway, let's go to the phones. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Yeah, I was wanting to ask about baseball. Uh, the day one rankings just came out, and I was wondering if Jackpot thought that if the season starts out slow for the Gamecocks, will they be quick to pull the trigger on their coach? I mean, I don't, I don't think they'll fire him during the season, if that's what you're asking me, because that's just not usually the way things are done at South Carolina. It doesn't seem like, but yeah, I mean, if they if they have a, a less than if they don't, in my opinion, if they don't advance out of a regional this year, he's gone. Right. All right, that's what but I wanted to know. Got to be. I mean, that's just. I, I mean, that's just my. That's just me. That's just me. Um, I think this experiment's went on long enough. I just. That's what I was wondering if you thought he would make it through the year. Or- they would yeah, I, 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 I don't think, uh, unless they go, you know, unless they start the season like two and 16 or something, um, mm-hmm. then, yeah, no. South Carolina normally doesn't fire coaches during the season. I mean, Will Muschamp was, you know, that was a different story. But. Well, all right. Thank you for your answer. Have a good night. Too. All right, Big Barney Ross with another super chat. We're not as stink as you drunk we are in Kentucky playing football. Good point, sir. Donald Tucson says we beat South Carolina in 2012 to win the College World Series. Yeah, well, what you got to remember is we were kind of bored of winning it the past two years uh, before that. So, Yeah, good point. Kind of threw you one there. There's that. All right, let's go back. Oh, the trophies are getting too heavy. That's funny. All right, let's go to the phones. Oh, shut up, phone. All right, here we go. Welcome to the program. Good evening. So I'm getting ready to do a show here. It's 9.46 p.m. uh, on Wednesday night, which means that the pigskin Pete is about to do a show. And I'm getting text messages from people uh, telling me to call in here. Jackpot. Yes. There is zero reason. Less than zero reason. Negative five, negative ten, or whatever the, uh, the South Carolina Gamecocks uh, win record or total will be next year. That you are not coming to the Slob Olympics, sir. You live in South Carolina. This is Charleston. This is your stomping grounds, man. I know. I don't no excuses. Did you Did you hear on the Lost Money Show the other night what I said? No, I. I no, is it? Are you? Uh, um... I said, when are you going? When are you planning on doing your skydiving adventure? The day before. So you might not even get to meet me. I might be dead. But did you see what I say <laughs> in the last twenty show on Monday night? No. I I said, and and I mean this, and I love you, Jackpot. I do. You know, fuck all the uh, the YouTube thing about you know I'm a Clemson man, you're a South Carolina man, all that, all that shit. I will not talk to you if you don't come to this. Anymore, Jesus. ever again. You'll well, be dead. I mean, that, that's pretty heavy right I'll, there, I'll, man. I'll be to you after I get done dying skydiving. <laughs> Jesus, pigskin, Pete. You got to get, don't be coming on here being heavy. You got a show to do here shortly. You have Ohio yeah. State fans to piss yeah, I got off. A show to do. What am I doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Pete. Seriously, you got, I mean, you, you've got some pretty nice things there, some pretty decent equipment and stuff. Um, like, if, I, I mean, Oh, if like if I saw if, okay, I'm gonna come to the Slob Olympics. Um, like if you die, can I have it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll make a deal about? right now. Thank you. We'll I don't want the big Clemson helmet that right. you got. No, hold on, hold on. This is great. This is perfect. They we'll can put that deal. on your grave. If I die skydiving, I'll give you all my shit. How's that work? That 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 works. All right. Okay Good. then. <laughs> Jesus. I won't need it if I'm dead. 
Buck Barker. I mean, that, there you go. Pigskin Pete has to rewrite his will now, Jackpot. This is some bullshit on this show. We're supposed to have I'll fun I'll send here. you all $37 worth of the equipment I have. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sweet. That's $37 more than I got. But we, we can replace that and then put it in front of the toilet paper and paper towels that are behind Jackpot right now. <laughs> 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 You stare at that. Did you also? You see, uh, I've also got the uh, the Bunny Love uh, package carrot box. Uh, yeah. Complimentary that they give you out of that bin at Sam's uh, to put shit in. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty handy for hauling shit around. Pete's thirty-seven dollars worth of shit will look really good on top of that fucking box. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> Jack, in all seriousness, I, I do have to get off here, but, um, but in all seriousness, dude, there's, there's really no reason you shouldn't be coming to this thing. There isn't. And I I, don't, I know, listen, man, you're like me, okay? You're, you you don't really like to, like, you know, hang out with people or talk to people. You hate people. That's what you do. You hate people. No, 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 no. no. I don't. Not at all. <laughs> Fine. <clears throat> There you do. No. There you do. So do I, <laughs> by the way. He's got and you, so do he's, I. He's got you pegged, Jackpot. So, That's funny. It is funny. I mean, because right. we all know it's true. Jackpot, <laughs> please come. Yeah. What, what do you need me to do, Jackpot? Other than send you $37 worth of equipment. Do I need to get it out of my knees and beg? Uh, oh, talk, uh, well, I can't put myself on camera. I was about to say no. put me on camera, but I'm, I, but I'm on the phone. L do I need to get down on my knees and beg you? No. No, you don't. I can give you. I can tell you this. I can give you. I can definitely give you Saturday and Sunday. I don't know if I can be there Friday or not, but I can give you I Saturday. Don't care. And Sunday. Look, sir, if you show up for an hour, that's fine with me. Just showing up is all I need. Oh no, Saturday I can do more than that. Saturday is the day of the event. I can do more well, than that. I mean, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can stay at some highfalutin hotel. I mean, I may have to find a Howard Johnson somewhere. It's fine. There's a Howard Johnson a couple miles away. You got a car, right? No, I got a truck. Well, whatever. You got four wheels and a gasoline engine. You don't drive a yeah. Tesla because you, you, you can't afford $38 worth of equipment, so you don't have a Tesla. So, But just show up. Okay. Make me a promise right now. Promise me. I'll show up. I don't believe you. He just, he just said he, he would do it, man. <clears throat> he said he would do it. There you go. I just said I will. I will be there. I okay. want to. I've, I've right. been talking about this for a while. All right. Well, here's what I'm going to do before I start my show. I'm going to call my lawyer and make sure that he amends my will. And to make sure that if I die skydiving, you get all $37 worth of my YouTube equipment. Okay. But other than that, make no mistake about it. This doesn't mean that I want you to die skydiving. So let's get that out there too. Oh, okay. Well, that's. Yeah. I want to make sure nice everybody here you. understands it's nice that. To know that you I don't put it on record. Seven thousand feet to my death. That's good to know. So, <laughs> I appreciate. Well, that. Pete, I, I will. I will send you twenty dollars if you send Jackpot that big Clemson paw to put in his damn broom here. <laughs> if, I, I'm dead serious. I will Venmo you right now. That giant Clemson Paul that's behind your head, if you will send that to Simpsonville to Carolina Jackpot, I'll send you $20 right now. I would do that. Here's the problem, though. That right. giant Clemson Paul behind my head, it, it, it's there to stay. I don't think – if I were to peel it off, it would be worthless by the time I send it to Jackpot. It's, it's, it's basically a big sticker. Worthless now. Off here, so. Fuck off, huh? Jackpot. He said it's worthless now. <laughs> oh, well, according to him, it's always been worthless. Well, but he's a he, but he's a coot, so who gives a fuck what he says? Exactly. Mm. All right. Well, Pete, go do your show, right. brother. We appreciate you, man, yeah. as always. All right, love y'all. Thank you. Thanks, Pete. Uh let's see here. Some of the comments. They have Chinese checkers in the lobby. Okay. Jumping out of a perfectly functioning aircraft is not sane. Thank you, Harry Leg. Twisted Rooster. Uh, uh you can uh hit me up on Twitter to get my uh Actual email address. Uh, if you're going, we'll transfer some thinking about points if Jackpot is coming to the to the Olympics. If you're going to think about doing that for me. That would be uh, that would be awesome of you. 
I, you know, I, I got to talk. Everybody, Stingray wants to know if I'm going to go. I will I, I will go if the wife goes. So that's how it works. I'm not going down there by myself. I'll go with the wife. Did you? I got I got to ask, did you come up with the handle Stingray? Is that after a Corvette? I don't know. No, not you. <clears throat> I said I don't Stingray. know. Yeah, that's a good, that is a good question. You ever had an ulcer? Like, well, I, I guess you call them ulcer. Uh, a little uh, spot, you know, like inside your mouth, one of those little white sores. I got one right now that's developed like on the side and kind of back and bottom of my tongue. It hurts. Is and, it, it's, uh, not, it's not herpes, is it? No, it's not herpes. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sure of that. And um, it's affecting the way I talk a little bit. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I might right. have to go gargle some salt water or something. K Dog says, "Tell the wife there will be other women there, not just men." Okay. I mean, my wife will shine. I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. She didn't need other women there. She can shine by herself. B Bean says it wasn't nice talking about jackpots herpes. Sorry. <laughs> I worked hard to get that. Dang it. Yeah, you loved a woman that wasn't clean. <laughs> I'm picking jackpot. Oh, man. Anyway. Uh, all right, jackpot. Do you have anything else you want to put out there for tonight's show? Savage Dog says his wife is coming. Good. Good for her. Well, they're all just bringing their, bringing their wives and significant others, aren't they? Yeah. Well, that's... Uh... That's impressive. All right. Well, you, uh, you got anything else in the uh, college football world worth talking about? We haven't talked. Oh, about yeah. I, I, I sent you something about Greg Sankey basically uh, basically slapping around a, a Warren for going to take over the Bears. You know what? I can appreciate that because Sankey – basically spoon fed the the way that they had covid during when we were uh, the way that they had football during the covid year and kevin warren was up there in the big 10 and they were just completely out of it and they found a way with no fans and everything else to make the season go and it's like i i appreciate what sankey did there and i i think that he I think he left that conference and, and went to be the Bears GM or president or whatever. It's probably where he needs to be. I don't believe that. We haven't, uh, you know, um, that's interesting. Um, we uh, we haven't discussed Clemson and the uh, new uh, offensive coordinator hire. Was <coughs> oh, that yeah. a surprise to you? <coughs> uh Yes. It absolutely was, and I'll tell you why. Because I thought that Dabo Sweeney was just going to continue to. You thought he was going to keep the cousins. Yeah, I thought that's what exactly what it was going to be. Um, but you got to respect what he did with. Uh, hey, this is what we have right now is not working. And well, look, I don't know. I don't know if Lincoln Riley is going to come in, or I'm saying Lincoln Riley. What the hell am I talking about? Garrett Riley is going to come in there and uh, and make this make this stuff go i have no clue they, he could come in there and they could still be shit so there everybody well, was so I mean, to get rid of Uyunglele, but uh Klubnik came in there and he looked like he was just running around like a like a deer in the headlights against uh tennessee and you know they have to fix all of that and they better get on it quick so i don't well, know if it's right or not we'll see well i um i can you know i I'm not going to say I guarantee, but I can almost give you the guarantee that that Barrett Riley is going to be uh, a more successful offensive play court caller -er -er, than uh, what uh, Streeter was. And I, I'm interested to see how uh, how they're going to use Shipley. Nobody, Everybody's talking about clubbing this, clubbing that. No one's talked about Will Shipley, uh, how, how he's going to be utilized uh, in this in this Barrett Barrett Riley attack, so uh, I'm I'm interested to see how that's going to work out. I still need to find some decent wide receivers, though. Yep, and that's that's the thing too. And um, 
you know, I, I've talked with several different folks that uh, have either coached or played at a very high level. And that's the big thing with Clemson, no separation from the wide receivers. Basically they're all car cookie cutters. I mean, got big guys trying to run down the field. They missed. I mean, let's just be honest. They missed on Latson and Nagata complete misses as far as uh, bringing those two young men in, as far as um, uh, developing them where they could actually be decent targets. Well, Nagata just declared for the NFL draft. Yeah. Uh, You know, thanks for nothing there, friend. You were supposed to be the guy that was supposed to be the next Mike Williams. That's who they were comparing him to. Yeah, I know. And he would, I mean, he, you know, he, uh, I don't know. It seemed like when Mike Williams was, it seemed like there was a different energy uh, around the program at the time. Uh, yeah. Just me. Um, but yeah, I no. Um, yeah, they're going to have to definitely develop something there. But I can, I can uh, almost guarantee that that will be uh, improved. So we didn't really talk about that. And then um, the, uh, the issue with the uh, young man from Mizzou, uh, oh, yeah. Trajan Jeffcoat, um, not being able to get into the University of South Carolina. Apparently, it comes out it's not academic related. Uh, his, his entry into the university was just blocked. Uh, and I don't quite know why. I don't think they'll ever tell us why either. That, that's just a strange thing. And, <clears throat> all right. Someone. So- Someone uh, in in the comment section today, I, I can't remember who it was, made the comment that uh, there was a reason why that uh, that Will Muschamp didn't offer this young man, and uh, then he he made the comment. He said, "If if that is true, then we don't want him on campus." I don't. Uh, here's what I know: the guys from the Mazad cast fucking love him. That's what I know. Well, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know what what he did uh, to. I mean, he was what, he was one of their leaders up there on on that side of the ball, man. No, I, I mean, I don't know what he did in high school or what he did uh, to make him not want Will Muschamp uh, to offer you. I mean, you know, which I mean, I don't put a whole lot of stock in uh, Will Muschamp's uh, talent evaluation. Sorry, uh, UGA man, just don't think a lot of the guy, um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's caller, what do you rumors. What do you got? Program, caller, go ahead. Hey, this is Texas A&M fan. Oh, shit. Hey. Hi, buddy. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I, I hadn't <laughs> called in a while. I was just checking in with you guys. I was uh, wondering if this is Robin Kell show or is this the bash fucking Texas A&M show? What's going on over there? We, we talked for about uh, 90 seconds about Texas A&M and the shithole that you are, sir, and then we moved on. You're not that special. Well, I gotta say, and you guys know I've I've already told y'all this. I've seen every game for the last forty five years. So I mean, I know Texas A and M football in and out, and I I kind of like the way we're going into this coming up season. We're under the radar. Nobody's putting us in the top five. Nobody's saying we're special. Nobody this and that. But the guys, as far as the quarterback, we've got a quarterback now. We got a kid out of of Houston, a six two six three guy. Baseball player, All-American type, uh, second-rated quarterback coming out of his class. He played the last five games off and on. He had 190 throws with zero interceptions, zero turnovers. The kid's got potential. He's probably going to be an All-SEC quarterback next year. So when you talk about A&M, if you don't know what they got, they don't talk about it. Because we got that. We got the quarterback. This Petrino guy's a fucking sideshow freak show. I don't know how we ended up with him, but. It's all about the money and the prestige. At least it'll be, you know, it'll be entertaining over there. But yeah, like I said, A and M, not going to be a pushover on the schedule. Uh, I think there's going to be a few teams going to be a little bit surprised when they come to uh, College Station this year. We went on a six-game road trip and lost all six of them, but we were in the game. We lost on one score, like Alabama, one score to South Carolina, one score. To, you know, so we these teams aren't dominating A and M this year. Everybody's saying how so disappointed. A&M will come to play next year. We'll be back in there. We got the number one running back coming in. We got the number one defensive lineman coming in. A&M is not going anywhere, and it's going to be just a matter of time. And uh, your boys are going to see some football next. Well, if A&M's not going anywhere, they're going to be five and seven again. 
Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Texas A&M. Well, no, yeah, next year's not our year, definitely. But I'm just saying, it's, I mean, you're not going to just roll in and knock A&M off. I mean, they, they've got some potential there. Well, App State's not on the schedule, so you guys, you guys might be all right. Yeah, that was a forecaster thing. That was a terror. That was a terror. But you know what? There was 130 teams last year to play football, and only one of them reached their goal as national championship. So we're in the same category as Clemson or Alabama no, or South Carolina. Y'all didn't up. do it. Either. No, no, sir. You are not. No, you're really not. You didn't even go. You didn't even go to a bowl game, sir. You had more talent the, the, on that team than, I mean, the, your composite as far as your total roster was in the top ten in the country, and you couldn't beat App State, sir. So to sit here and say you're you're not but, even on South Carolina's level, you're not on Vanderbilt's but, level. I mean, but let's, what I'm let's saying is, as far as a goal, a, a goal achievement, I'm not talking about egg to egg, stone to stone. I'm talking about your. So your goal, what's your goal? Clemson's goal is to win a national championship, right? They didn't do it. A&M's goal was to win a national championship. They didn't do it. Now, yeah, we're five and seven. We're on a two game winning streak going into next year. Are you on a two game winning streak? I don't think so. Well, maybe maybe your goal next year should be don't lose non conference games to teams like App State. Let's try that. That should be your goal for next well, year. Well, and I'm not trying to Rob. Get me wrong. I'm not trying to defend this last season. Like I said, that was one of the worst seasons I've seen in 20 years. I mean, that was pathetic and you know pitiful. But that, I mean, like I said, that these things happen, you know, and you move on. I mean, is it, they, you know, they're they're not going to be. Uh, easy out is what I'm saying. As far as winning the conference and all that, I'm, I'm glad we're not talking about all that because that's, that's not realistic. But you got to realize it's been 80 years since we won an actual title. So A&M is not a premier elite football program. That That's a given. But yeah, it's going it, – I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to improve. And, and I don't know well, if I mean, you, here's sir, the idea. You, you have to improve because you were the shits last year. If you win five, right. what five or six games this year, that's an improvement over where you were last year. So that's true. And, but 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 the good thing is last year has nothing to do with this year. So that's the that's okay. a positive. I mean, you're right. We 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 fucking shit the bed <laughs> last year. Uh, you can make excuses till the, the deals come home. The only time <laughs> we actually had our offensive weapons together in the one game was the LSU game, and we destroyed LSU. Everybody, and I hate when y'all say, "Oh, LSU." They didn't care about the game. That's bullshit. A football game is a football game. Whether you care or you don't care, we beat the fuck out of them. Now, you go back and watch that LSU A&M game. That was the only game when we had all our players in the game, and we beat the SEC West Champions handily. And that that team that night could have beat anybody, including Georgia. If Georgia had been in Kyle Field that night, we would have beat Georgia. Are you out of your fucking mind? Have you lost? I'm not out of my fucking mind. First team SEC rusher, he had 200-something yards. Okay. You, you, you would have lost Georgia by 40. You would have lost to Georgia by 40. Well, uh, I hate talking about stuff that what it would have, could have, should have. Because, like I said, y'all do but a lot sir, of that. And you it, just it's brought bullshit. it up and said you would have beat Georgia. You're the one who I, said you would have I believe that. I, I truly believe that. Georgia, you, you, Tennessee, sir, it don't matter who had to be there that particular night. Maybe, yeah. You are, you're like Chris in Georgia, sir. I think that you do drugs. <laughs> Before you call this program, and then you spew all this nonsense, and then I feel for you, sir. So don't do drugs before you call the show, okay? <laughs> well, I'm glad you're, you got a crystal ball over there where you can tell what people are doing, Rob. I mean, that, that's I, the, I, you, you sir. Show, if you're if you're, you're think very that, low if you think that, that, that Texas like A&M, that. you don't no, talk shit like that to anybody. I, me. I certainly I do. I don't do drugs. I don't well, do drugs. Then, call then in here. don't make comments and, and say that you beat like Georgia that, that last year when you finished five and seven. A five and seven Texas A&M team is not even the same stratosphere as Georgia. Well, I'm just saying on that particular night we could have beat Georgia by the way yeah, we played. Okay. That was the only that was on my only point. Now the rest of the season, no, they would have killed us by forty or fifty points. I know that. I ain't right. you know okay. I'm not football I, listen, Rob, I forgot more about football than you'll ever know. Okay, but that's here's here's what I know. Here's what I know. You couldn't beat fucking tech you couldn't beat Georgia last year, period. I know that. That's an absolute fact. Holy shit with the fucking Texas A&M band. All right, back out to the phones. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, sorry to you guys. I'm later with Chris from Georgia. Oh, I was that guy going to sit there and say last year don't matter, but then he's bringing up Connor Weigman's numbers. Like, he's throwing no pick. No pick. 
And I, he, he only threw a hundred. He only threw like hundred and thirty passes, and he only had like six touchdowns. His average yards per pass is like six yards per pass. Like he was terrible. Like sir, he, sir. They, they didn't trust him to move him. He, what? he said he said that he forgot more about football than I would ever know. But I'm pretty sure that if that Texas A&M team squared off with Georgia, Georgia wins by at least 17 points. If not more, I mean, you can't sit there and say, and he says, well, all our <laughs> offensive weapons were on the field that night. We're going to be good this year. The best player on that on the field that night's gone. He's going to the draft. So what the hell are they going to do next year if, if A-Chain's not there? I mean, that was literally all their offense. <clears throat> uh, JC right. says that was the best caller in a while. Why did I kick him off? Sir, he hung up. He he spewed his nonsense. Yeah, he, he, he hung up. He hung up. I didn't. I didn't hang up on him. I was gonna let him sit there and nothing. 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 Rob done. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I don't know. Do, we continue talking. Texas A and M kneeling this year. I'm excited <laughs> for that game. I think. I, I just don't see Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino was good a cash. decade and a half ago in Arkansas, and a decade ago at Louisville, and he had generational players both times. I don't see him having a generational player this year at. A and M, and by the time, by the end of the year, when they're they've gone six and six or seven and five, the booster's going to be pissed off and fire everybody. So he's never going to get the chance to get the play. He's not going to find Lamar Jackson in a single year. Like he was at Louisville for like three, four years before he done that. So I don't know. I just don't see Petrino's not some instant fix type guy. Like Riley can come into Clemson and fix. He's got the type of offense he can fix Clemson's offensive woes. And one off season, he he finds his best players and utilizes them the best. Yeah. Petrino doesn't do that. He waits for a player to fall in his lap, like D Mac or Lamar Jackson, and he runs them into the ground until they either get hurt or they go to the draft. So I just don't see him doing that this year. But um, you guys made a good hire on uh, on uh, Riley. Uh, we'll see how he does. Barrett. I'm curious what y'all are going to do at quarterback, but. Um, I just don't know if it's called Nick's the future. And then I, 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 on the, on that front, like Riley can get in there and he can do lots of things, but until Clemson can figure out how to get some receivers that can get some separation and how they can uh, get the right side of that offensive line, right. They're going to have some problems. So we'll see. Maybe he can scheme around that. Who knows? And I'm curious with our, with what Riley and, and, and Dabo's relationship with that because Riley Riley and uh, Dykes got to TCU and it was, hey, man, let's kill the portal. Let's get in the portal, bring some of our SMU guys here, stuff like that. And, and they did really well, obviously. But I don't I don't know if Dabo, if he says, hey, man, I, I got this kid. He goes to Texas State. You know, he's a stud. I've watched him for a few years. We were going to let him walk on at SMU, but he ended up getting an offer to Texas State. He's in the transfer portal. Why don't we bring him here? Is Dabo going to say, yeah, man, make that happen? Or is he going to be like, no, we ain't that kind of school? I'm curious about that relationship. But uh, good luck, man. And uh, uh, look forward to – if you guys are going to be big on baseball season, I think the ball's going to be pretty good at baseball. So look forward to talking about that. But you guys have a good night. Thanks for staying on. Let me call in. Hi, bud. See you later. Thank you. All right. Well, jackpot. Uh, we'll, we can, we'll have more time to get into all that. So, but, yeah, good show this evening there, buddy. And, um, yeah, good stuff, man. We'll chat with you later on. All right, guys.